Well, hi, folks, and welcome to the Nobleman Podcast. This is episode number seven of the Nobleman, and today our title is The Nobleman Honors His Mother. So I'm excited to bring you this. I, I tell you, I was preparing for it, working on it, doing some praying, some reading. Uh, we even did a one-question uh, survey on asking ladies what is the most honoring gift or memory they have of Mother's Day. I got some great feedback on those that I will share with you. But as I was working through this, I realized I am woefully unprepared to respond to this question and help you as a noble man understand exactly what you should do on Mother's Day. So I thought I'd bring on a panel of experts that I will introduce to you in just a moment. But uh, before I do that, let me just go back to the critical passage. Exodus chapter 20, verse 12 says, Honor your father and mother that your days may be long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. So that's the fifth commandment, to honor your mother and father. And of course, we've got Mother's Day coming up this weekend. So our our theme for this week is honor your mother. We're going to do um, several weeks of how the noble man cares for and covers and protects various women in his life. But this week, we're focused on mothers. So on the line with me today, I have my dear bride, Stacy, um, and I have Laurie, who works in our office. She is our office manager. I have Kristen, who is our communications uh, manager, or director for the ministry. And the supreme expert in this is my very own mom, Vivian. So I'm excited to have this panel of experts in mothering join us today to talk about what it means to honor your mother and how they have felt honored as mothers. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to let each of them introduce themselves by telling you what, uh, you know, their kids, uh, their ages, they're going to give you just generic information. And then they're going to answer the question of what has been the most honoring experience they've had as it relates to Mother's Day um, in their career as a mother. So let's lead off. Stacy. why don't you do that? Just tell us about um, your kids, our kids, and tell us about what has been honoring for you as a mom. So we have four kids, uh, ranges 25 to 15 right now. Uh, three boys, my oldest three are boys, and then my daughter is a freshman in high school. Um, our sons are 25, 21, and 19. Um, so I think thinking back, the, the, I guess the best gift, the, the way my kids have honored me the most on Mother's Day has been a tradition that they started, I don't know, maybe five or more years ago, probably more than five years ago, uh, just fixed in lunch for us. So their, their gift to me is they create a menu and they actually go shop for it, believe it or not. They'll go to the store and buy the groceries. And then on Sunday, they, they fix lunch. Usually they grill something um, and have a salad and a side dish. It's, it's, I'm actually really impressed. It's more than one, one dish we have. Um, and it's something they can do because they're older. Uh, that hasn't always been the case when they were younger. Um, I would get different handmade things um, from them. But lately, I think uh, what's most meaningful to me is just their gift of trying to honor me by fixing lunch for the family. So that's a, it's a really precious memory that I enjoy. 
Awesome. And do they clean up afterwards, or do you have to do that? Do you get involved in this at all? Do you tell them oh, how to do things no. or anything? No, it's Mother's Day. I don't have to do any of that. I do not go in the kitchen. In fact, in fact, I have had to learn not to go in the kitchen when they're fixing food because they do it different than I do. <laughs> and, and it's painful sometimes to watch, so I have just found it better for me to – Go outside, read a book, take a walk, take a nap, do something, but just do not go in the kitchen. <laughs> Excellent. So there's a great idea for some of you guys to um, help your kids start a tradition of cooking lunch for their moms on Mother's Day. And uh, that has been a lot of fun for us. Sometimes they get dressed up and sometimes they don't. Um, but it's it's been really fun to watch the kids honor Stacy by cooking lunch on Mother's Day and serving that. So uh, bunches of fun. Laurie, tell us about your kids and how you have felt most honored on Mother's Day and what you would share with, with the guys who might be listening about that. Well, I have three adult children um, in their 30s. Uh, two are married um, and have children of their own. And one is, um, they all live... Uh, a ways away from us. Um, the closest one is two hours away. Our boys live in Colorado and Florida, so that's a little bit of a, a trek to get to see them or for them to come home. Um, and I think about Mother's Day, it was very busy in our house. It felt um, when my children were younger, we, had, we were blessed to have both my mother and my mother-in-law living for the majority of my children's um, growing up years, and they lived close by. So we always celebrated with them and usually some others on Mother's Day. Um, but I do remember one year um, at the last minute, they all decided that I shouldn't cook. I think it was the only year I didn't cook as when they were young. Um, and we did do a haphazard picnic at a park. Um, and it was, it was a little haphazard. It was a little um, last minute, but I do remember that being um, a special day because it was, a, it was actually comical. But um, in recent years, as they've been adults, they all, um, we're not, they're usually not here. That's not a holiday. They typically get to travel, um, at least the boys, because they're so far. But they always call. They always, um, nowadays we can FaceTime. Um, and <clears throat> the first year, I did not have any children um, for Mother's Day. Um, and it was after my mother passed. Um, my husband took me away for a weekend. And we um, were going to celebrate just for a getaway. And when we arrived at our condo for a long weekend, um, one of my sons had sent flowers ahead and they were waiting for me. And so that was, they were thinking of me and that was very special. Um, my daughter is about as creative as, as a person you'll find. So she's always done um, uh, creative things and made great gifts um, every year. And then um, I think I think about our youngest son. He is kind of our sentimental one. And um, he, uh, the year after my mom died, um, all my children actually made a special event, special effort to be with me on Mother's Day. Wow. She died in March, and they were there for me that first Mother's Day. So that was a that's a special memory too. That's awesome. So what I'm hearing is taking initiative, being thoughtful and attentive to what you, the emotions of the day and what's going on for both oh, you and Stacy. That's awesome. Um, 
Kristen, tell us tell us about your kids and what is meaningful to you on Mother's Day. So mine are still pretty young. Um, I have a daughter who's seven and a son who's six. Um, and I also have teen stepkids or bonus kids, as we like to call them. So we have the bigs and the littles, um, which is really neat. Yeah. But um, since my son and daughter are so young, we're all about the handmade stuff in our house. And um, I have to say, it's like Mother's Day every day because they leave cute little post-it notes on my bedside table or stuck to the bathroom door. Um, my daughter is really into origami, which I think is so awesome. So I have a collection of origami flowers and swans. And um, But I think that um, my favorite um, so far is probably this year. And I already know what they're making me because they can't hide anything from me. Um, <laughs> And so they're building a birdhouse. Um, and so what's just really cool um, is such a blessing to me is just the time that my husband is spending with them and teaching them um, um, just neat life skills. I mean, how to use a hammer and how to work with your hands, but then also teaching them how to respect their mother. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at two cards sitting here on my desk right now, actually, that they hand delivered to me a couple of weeks ago here at the office. Um, with just thanking me for cleaning the house, house spelled H-A-O-C, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's just neat to see the um, the lessons and just how the neat way that my husband is honoring me too yeah. through uh, through my kids. So that's been really cool. You know, that's a cool reminder for us guys that we have the responsibility to help our children understand what it means to honor their mother. Uh, they're not going to learn that from anyone else if we don't teach them. Someone has to help them understand that. And um, there there have been scenarios, I, I think Stacy would affirm this, there have been scenarios in our house when I've said to our sons as they've grown into manhood, um, son, she is your mother, but she was my wife first, and you will not disrespect her. And so we've had some tense moments at times with things like that, but there's also been some tender moments where um, I, I've been able to help the boys understand how to love and care for their mom. Now, she would she would also say that I teach them how to pick on her sometimes, too, so maybe we won't go into that at all. But, um, guys, I would just say to you, the noble man honors his mother, but you also have the responsibility of teaching your children how to honor their mother, and that's a huge deal. So helping with the handmade stuff and the events and things like that is is really huge. So now my mom... Uh, who's been a mother for 52 years now, uh, soon to be, well, I think it's 50, maybe 50, maybe 51 and soon to be 52. I don't know. But mom, what are some of your memories of what makes Mother's Day special and how you felt most honored over the years? Well, I'm worried that you can't even remember how old you are. <laughs> <laughs> but my children, my children this year will be 52 50 and 35 and I have I have always enjoyed uh when they were little how they made breakfast for me in bed I could always expect them to come down with the half burned toast and half done eggs and bacon <laughs> but it was all good uh and I I enjoyed it and uh as as they got older and had children of their own I've enjoyed having the grandchildren come and uh cook for us and they are honoring their mother as well as me so i just think that's that's really neat i don't really need presents because i have everything i need i'm trying to get rid of things 
So uh, I appreciate the phone calls and just just remembering me. Mm -hmm. So that's that's what I appreciate. So not presence, P-R-E-S-E-N-T-S, but presence, P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E. I think I spelled that correctly. Did I get that right? (laughs) Yes, yes. Well, good. Hey, listen, folks, I have to tell you that when I called mom to tell her I was going to get her on this call, she said, well, it's nap time. So um, I want you to just know how sharp this lady is, even when she (laughs) woke her up from nap time. (laughs) So, all right, listen, here's here's another question I want to ask you guys, and we'll go around on this one as well. But Mother's Day is one day, and some people dislike Mother's Day because of the hype and so forth. some folks struggle with it for various reasons, but um, Kristen said something earlier in a conversation about every day feeling like Mother's Day. So, uh, how how should our kids? What what do you expect? What works to make you feel honored all the time? Because the the commandment here, the fifth commandment, is not a one day out of three hundred sixty five. Um, responsibility. It's a, it's a long-term commitment. It's an ongoing responsibility. It's a command from the, the sovereign Lord of the universe to honor our mother and father. So, so what do kids do to help you feel honored all the time? And Laurie, I'll start with you on this one. Then we'll go to Kristen, Stacy, and then mom. Well, I think as, as a mom of adult children, um, I feel honored when I, I think they value my opinion about something. Um, I have a daughter and a daughter-in-law that are both parents now, and um, both of them will ask me questions or ask advice or um, seek guidance from me occasionally, not all the time. But when they do, I I do feel valued and um, appreciated, and that is special. Um, and even my boys still, they'll call their dad when they're working on a car, but, um, or, you know, they have a, some, a household problem, but, um, they will call me often when they need a gift for, um, a girlfriend or a wife and, um, yeah, or even a decorating or, you know, whatever they, they still, I feel like they value my opinion. And that, um, that makes me feel like I'm appreciated and, um, I, I, I enjoy that. That's awesome. Very cool. Good good word for us uh, to learn from there. All right, Kristen, what's your, how do you feel honored uh, throughout the year? And then uh, because you're a younger mom, how are you still honoring your mom? So as, um, as far as my kids go, they are very affectionate. So um, I love all the snuggles and hugs that I get from them. That's just um, something I'm trying to cherish in this time of life. Um, cause I know that probably won't last forever. Um, but then as far as my mom, um, they're, I mean, I'm probably going to start crying. Um, there are not enough words to, um, to express how grateful I am for her. Um, not just everything that she did for me when I was a kid, but even as an adult daughter. And, um, I know that I am very blessed, um, to have that legacy um, in the women in my family, um, mm. from my grandmother, passed down to my mom, and then um, and then just the great relationship that I have with both my grandmother and my mother um, that I hope that I can pass down to my daughter. Um, and so I'm just I'm just very grateful um, for that legacy of godly women in my family, um, and also my mom's birthday often falls on Mother's Day, 
which is really neat. Um, so I'm going to be one of those people and give a shout out to my mom. Happy birthday. Happy Mother's Day. And I love you. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. <laughs> All right. Stacy, tell me about how uh, you feel honored in an ongoing way as a mom. Uh, well, I know we have all hit on this, but it really comes down to just cherishing uh, our relationship with our kids. And it is very rewarding as a mom to be included in your kid's life, especially when they're older. Um, so whether it's a phone call during the week or uh, it's several text messages um, throughout the day with our kids, um, them calling to check in and, and ask for my advice or my point of view, um, especially with the boys being older. Um, it just, it, it makes me feel valued. It makes me feel appreciated. Um, makes me feel like I'm, they want me to be part of their life, um, which is a huge blessing and really a gift that they're giving me as a mom. Uh, because that's, that's nothing that I can, um, I have no control over that as they get older. So um, just the, the, the gift of, of their relationship um, with me. And I know, it, it, I remember a time uh, about a year ago with our 21-year-old, um, and a comment was made over, over Thanksgiving about me being in the rearview mirror, and he's got his whole, you know, life in front of him. And, um, he's, he's just looking at all these opportunities in front of him, and, and I'm in the rear view mirror kind of like, and I kind of took offense at that. So uh, for Christmas that year in his stocking, I gave him a rear view mirror, <laughs> went to the junkyard, <clears throat> Mike went to the junkyard, got me a rear view mirror and I stuck it right on his, in his stocking, um, and put a note with it. You know, it's kind of a joke, but the note is, you know, always remember where you came from. It defines who you are. And um, yes, you do have the whole, your whole life in front of you, but um, it's important to look back and remember. And so we have laughed many times over that. And uh, he has since then, uh, actually, he puts that rear view mirror in his dorm, right on, sits it on his desk and, and reminds him of me. So I just get a chuckle out of that. Wow, that's awesome to think about. Um, you, you know, the the kids, we have to release them. You have to turn them loose and uh, let them go and do their thing. But the investments that we make in them are so powerful. You know, I, I think about Stacy, uh, especially our third son. She used to butt heads with him. Their personalities just clashed quite a bit. And there were struggles. There were days when she would just say, go to the neighbor's house. And and, and um, so he would go um, and just be out of sight for a while. But you never stop praying for them. You never stop loving them. You never stop investing in them. And so I know that part of what goes on in your life and what we're seeing even um, as a matter of fact, that son texted us today and uh, was letting you know what his grade was on an exam. So um, we continue to see how God shepherds our children and uh, the investments that you made are, are producing uh, dividends. So um, let me transition to mom. Mom, what uh, what makes you feel honored over the long haul and on days other than Mother's Day? How, how does that play out in your life with 
three grown children and what 15 grandchildren now i appreciate the contacts to the phone calls the text to let me know what's going on in their life and how things are going and i all my children uh call me when they're sick and i appreciate that they let me know if they get sick or hurt and call me for advice uh for recipes and things and i just appreciate the contact and the confidence they have in you know folks i'll tell you my mom is uh is a nurse and so she often i've i've explained to folks that she played the role often in our community of like a parish nurse so anytime anyone had a need uh, if they needed their blood pressure checked or they needed uh, a shot of some sort or they just needed to be checked out, they needed interpretation of doctor's instructions, mom would go and uh, and help them. And so she still is very active and sharp when it comes to medical things. And so that's why we do all call her. <laughs> we have to get mom's advice no matter what the illness is. Um and I'll tell you a quick story. My uncle came in one time. I was I was 13 years old, as I recall, and I wasn't feeling great, so I crawled up in mom's lap. And um, so until the day he died, um, <laughs> he would give me a hard time about, are you feeling puny? You going to crawl up in your mama's lap again? And um, so he used to make funny of, fun of me of that. But I got to tell you, there was no place safer and warmer and, and more comforting than mama's lap. So Mom, thanks for having a wonderful lap for me and many others to rest in. I appreciate that. So, hey, uh, I did think of one final question um, that I'm going to ask you guys before I bring this to a close. And that is that the Nobleman podcast is about speaking to men. So what would you say to guys? Um, perhaps it's your husband. Perhaps it's your son. Perhaps it's a son-in-law. What would you say to them and encouraging them to make sure that they are valuing and and honoring their mothers? Uh, what advice do you have to the guy who might be listening to this podcast? What's your advice? So uh, let me start with, I'll go backwards with mom and then Stacy, then Kristen and Laurie. Mom, what's your advice? I think they need to have respect, show respect themselves for their wife. And and I, I appreciate what you said about uh, Stacey was your wife before she was your mother. I think this is important. And I think the, the father has to show the respect, get it started, and uh, then it, it goes on down the line. Excellent advice from Mama. Got to love that. All right, Stacy. what do you think? What would, advice would you give to men who might be listening to this about how to honor their mothers? Well, I don't know how I'm going to top your mom's advice. <laughs> uh, so I, to piggyback on that would be just to recognize the role your mom has played in your life and uh, to verbalize it. Um, sometimes guys need some prompting on... Mm. Um, noticing little things and just saying thank you. And so Mother's Day can be that prompting. That's awesome. All right, Kristen. Um, I love how my husband loves his mother um, and how he encourages my relationship with her and the kids' relationship with her. Um, but then also, I think for our kids, um, I love how he spends time with them and um, and teaches them respect. And I think it's a great um, example um, men have for their kids just by loving their wives. 
Um, I think kids are always watching um, and how they, they treat their, their mother. Um, so I think that's huge. Awesome. Thank you. Good reminder. Laurie, what's your advice to men who might be listening to this about how to honor their mom well? Well, I don't really have anything creative or different other than I know the same thing. My husband um, has loved me well in front of my kids as children and even as adults. <clears throat> and they see that. They know that. I mean, if you ask them, they they understand how their father treats me and has always treated me. And so um, that's just uh, that speaks more volumes than anything you can teach or give uh, any gift. Um, love your wife and love the women in your life in a way that um, reflects Christ and um, shows a lost world that how you treat women and how you um, respect and love them. Um, I just, I can't think of a bigger gift that you could give someone. And um, my children are, are, are very aware and they would be the first ones to say that their dad has loved me well and he has had to, same as you, he, there were times, especially when the boys were teenagers, um, when he had to say, you're, you're not gonna, you're not gonna talk to your mom that way and, um, behave that way with your mom. And that was good for them. And they know now yeah. they shouldn't talk to me disrespectfully. Um, he would do it to this day if, if needed. So that's awesome. Good words from all of you. Um, hang on just a moment. So I, I want to, uh, I, I want to read a little bit from Paul's letter to the church at Ephesus, chapter 6, verses 1 and 2. Um, and this comes right after Paul's instruction to the Ephesians and to us about marriage and the fact that the, the husband and wife relationship reflects the love of Christ for his bride, the church. So right after that, chapter 6, verse 1 says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. So that's Ephesians 6, 1 through 3. Um, the first commandment with a promise. And so I think it's important for us to recognize that there is a promise with this, that there is there is favor that comes on the people in the household where um, parents are honored, where moms are cherished and, and loved. And um, so I'll just kind of finish this out by saying it's it's a privilege for me to just say a couple of words about my mom here while she's on the phone or on the on the call. Um, I I watched my mom read. Uh, she loved to read. Now, she would read at night after the work day was done. She worked as a school nurse um, and was busy during the day. As a matter of fact, when I think about the Proverbs 31 woman, I think about my mom because mom was up almost every day before daylight. And by the time I got up, she had already done several loads of laundry or cleaned the bathrooms or done something because she was working full time and keeping our house operating in an amazing way. And so I watched her work hard. Um, and then I, I would watch her read at night, and it was not uncommon for her to fall asleep while reading the newspaper because she was just weary, but she loved to read. And so I just thank, I'm just i thankful for that work ethic example. I'm thankful for the love for reading and books and teaching. Mom started teaching Sunday school when she was 16 years old, and so that's a beautiful legacy for our family. I, I've just always been involved in teaching. And... Um, but mom also scheduled herself so that she could play. And during the summer times, we would work uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. And, and Thursday, Wednesdays, we would go to the river. 
and play. And so I just have wonderful memories of all of those things, and I cherish those. So, Mom, thank you for all of that. Um, but one of the things that I, I also love about my mom, and you heard her razz me about not being able to remember how old I am, my mom loves a good joke, and she loves for people to laugh, and she she inspires laughter. So I've asked her, Mom, will you tell that possum joke that you tell? What? <laughs> um, oh, like if, if you get lost in the woods. Yes, if you get lost for, in the woods, what should you do? Look for a possum because you, you'll be in the middle of the road in no time. <laughs> so... So it's an old Indian trick, I think. If you get lost in the woods, you just find your possum and follow him. You'll be in the brutal road in no time. So mom has inspired all of us to laugh. And if you've been to the conferences and had barbecues, she, she cooks that for us. So she is a blessing to our family and to many others. So mom, thank you. Stacy. thank you for being a great mother to our kids. And Kristen and Laurie, it's wonderful for me to be able to watch you mother your kids and, uh, and see how you invest in this ministry to help men uh, do a better job of honoring their wives and mothers. So I'm going to sign off with that. This was an unusual podcast for us, but guys, you've gotten some great insight and information on what exactly it means to honor your mother. You didn't get it from me because I don't understand it fully. You got it from three expert mothers. So God bless you, men. Tune in next week. We're going to talk about how the noble man cherishes his wife, and we'll look forward to talking with you then. 